everyone and finally 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 welcome back to sunday sessions emphasis on the sesh it is your girl april squires and i am finally able to come back and record for you guys and this episode is actually going to be a little bit different i'm going to actually do a solo episode and kind of just ramble on about all the things that's kind of going on in my life right now things that i've experienced over the last little bit since i was able to record for you guys a little nervous because i wasn't sure if anyone would even give a fuck to listen to a solo episode i didn't even know what i would really say in a solo episode but i mean just gotta keep the good times rolling you know try new things see what works see what doesn't work season one was all about getting people in and talking about things that are really important to me things that are going on around us things that i want to make people aware of and shine some light on uh, season two, you know, we're going to get some some guests in, uh, different people, different vibes and different energies that's going to be going on for this season. And I kind of want to do some more, you know, lighthearted episodes. Not everything has to be so serious. You know, there's enough negatives going on in our own lives and around us right now. And I kind of want this place to be a safe space for you guys to come and listen and, you know, do some cleaning, smoke a J, do whatever it is that you're doing driving that's my favorite time to listen to podcasts as well and yeah let's just connect and like speak one-on-one I was initially going to record season two literally probably like three months ago but a lot of shit happened a lot of shit happened between moving from Halifax moving back to Newfoundland getting settled uh, picking up kind of where I left off at my job my equipment that I spent lots of money on that shit got thrown out by mistake while in the move. Um, it was left up in uh, Nova Scotia, up in Halifax where I was living, and it got thrown out. And I kind of said, fuck it when I heard about that. And I was not interested in recording because I was too fucking rattled about all that shit happening. So I took a little break off that. Then I had to find new recording equipment. So I had to go over to Sarah's or get Sarah to come over to me and drop off some more recording stuff. And then, you know, I was getting ready to record. I was trying to look for, I was like, maybe I should get a new, uh, like, maybe I should get a co-host. Who am I going to get to come on to the show? And I kept trying to set things up and everything was kind of just all over the place. And I never really got to sit down. I wasn't really excited. I wasn't really motivated to sit down and talk to you guys. And I didn't want to do it if it was going to be like that. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to half-ass it. I wanted to sit down, talk to you guys about things that are going on. And yeah, so my life has been uh, nothing short of fan-fucking-tastic here lately, <laughs> which is uh, the highest level of sarcasm I can put into that. My life has been a hot mess. Uh, and, you know, my life is usually a little hot mess around the holidays. Um, I'm sure everyone can relate to that. And it just progressively kept getting worse. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about that besides that uh, things are starting to look up. I got, you know, the, every year me and my friend Becky say that each year is going to be our year. And uh, the past five years, uh, we've been saying that that's simply not true. God has not gifted us with the strength or the ability to have a functional, fun year. And therefore, this year, um, I think I'm just going to stick to not fucking saying that. And I'm just going to hopefully uh, cause the opposite effect, which would be a good, peaceful little year. Um, and that's all you can really hope for. So, yeah, getting on to this episode, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you guys that, but I want to talk about Christmas and I kind of want to talk about New Year's. I kind of want to talk about how was your Christmas holidays? You know, what did you guys go through? What were you guys feeling? I know for myself, Christmas is a pretty weird time 
not only just like, you know, individually, but within a family unit. With my family, we're, you know, I come from a broken family. You guys probably know that. If you don't know that, cheers, blessings, and good tides to all of us who come from weird fucking family dynamics and you want to spend time with your family, but it's hard when you don't have a cohesive family unit. Like I see people posting all the time about different activities that they're going to, all these family events that they're going to. I'm like, how do 40 of your family members like each other? I, I just want to know. I just want to know how to get along. I want to know how you plan events. I, I'm I'm envious of that. I, I wish my family situation was like that. Um, and it's different. And so I find besides Christmas Day, Christmas is not that special. Like there's no big events really going on. Um, I hang out with my friends. Usually we got this like small thing on to go for Boxing Day. That fell through this year. And, you know, it, it makes you feel weird. It makes you feel left out a little bit. It makes you feel like you're in this like different place than everyone. And I'm slowly starting to get to the age where I'm trying to cultivate my own Christmas activities, my own plans. It seems that a lot of it has been based around friends more so than family the past couple of years, which I'm not, you know, super disappointed about because, you know, friends can be like family. Friends can be that support for you uh, and make you feel that love and make you not feel lonely because, you know, if you, I find if you don't have like an outgoing cohesive family Christmas can be pretty fucking lonely and on top of that you have to probably associate or speak to people that you don't want to talk and associate with mm, you know who you are just kidding I, I don't really have anyone that I really have beef with but you know like people have that and they have to deal with that and and because it's Christmas I feel like a lot of people feel the need to put on that fake smile to go around these people you know you're trying to put your best foot forward and sometimes those people make it really fucking hard especially during the holidays no one wants to be fighting during the holidays no one wants to be arguing during the holidays or have beef like I said with anyone during the holidays so that aspect of it can be hard just being around your family doing things you probably don't want to do faking being something that you're not faking feeling happy or you know anything you don't want to do it and you're forced to do it you know what cheers to everyone who fucking made it through the holidays i just want to say bravo to you whether it's putting your best foot forward whether it's you know ignoring those weird comments about you know i know eating and you know all that stuff during the holidays, that in itself can be stressful too, not even just the social aspect. You know, being around the Bay, I'm sure it's everywhere too. It's not just the Bay and it's not just, you know, I'm kind of just shitting on that, but it's not easy to be around people who don't know how to talk to people. I don't know if that's really the appropriate thing to say, but like kind of like people make weight their topic and like, you know, you got to just really try to build yourself up to be knocked down by some of these people in your life and it's just shitty and i just want to congratulate everyone that got through it who you know you came you probably came out with some battle wounds some scars concussed maybe a whiplash from all the fucking drama going back and forth and i just want to applaud those people and give you guys a minute and thank you here on the episode for getting through it and just being a fucking warrior and doing the damn thing proud of you because i know it's not easy time of year now, moving on to with regards to New Year's, I fucking love New Year's. I love New Year's Eve. I ended up working New Year's Eve and New Year's Day this year because um, my sister was getting married. So I kind of had to, I had some other stuff going on, but I'll talk about that later. But I ended up working those days and I just feel like in the past few years, it's like 
what happened to New Year's? Like, what happened to New Year's Eve? Like, are people, A, not excited about New Year's and New Year's Eve anymore? Do anyone even, do people not care because they don't care about a new year coming? Like, maybe people are just dreading it. Like, no one wants to really celebrate it. Another year, another year of getting older, another year of wondering, like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What's this new year going to bring? Don't, I recommend, like I said earlier, do not say new year, new me. Do not say, you know, this is our year. Personally, that has not been successful for me. Maybe it has for you. I don't know. I got shit luck, but that's fine. Moving on. But yeah, I just like, I used to love, like everyone used to have parties and things like that. And I just feel like everyone gets to like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and everyone's like, mm, like, what the, what are we doing this year? What the hell is going on? I'm hoping that next year, I kind of want to start a tradition. Hopefully I'll have a house and all that good jazz. And I kind of want to start a New Year's party or like even like come out to my hometown and like host an event. I was talking to some people about that. I want to make New Year's Eve fun again. I want to make New Year's Day fun again. If anyone got any suggestions, reach out. I kind of want to, I want to get shit on to go. I like dressing up. I like celebrating the new year. And I'm sad that it's kind of lost this magic over the last few years. And maybe it's just me. Maybe you guys have traditions and have parties and have, you know, whatever. But I feel like a lot of people feel this way. I feel like a lot of people don't have a whole lot going on. And, you know, maybe, maybe me and these people, we have to get together. So if you guys are also feeling the same way, let's fucking do something next year. Let's get this party started. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions this year? Do you guys have anything that you want to work on, whether it kind of be yourself, whether it kind of be things around you, goals that you want to set? I know every year we always say, like, we're going to go to the gym. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to start off small this year. I'm going to, you know, twice a week I want to work out. That's that's a lot for me. <laughs> And even twice as fucking hard to get in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, next scene knows that you're getting off. You don't care. You're just fucking just trying to be a trooper. And the last thing you want to do after a long goddamn day is get on that fucking treadmill. And you know what? That's okay. No one's fucking perfect. Maybe you only get to exercise twice a month. And you know what? That is A-O-fucking-K. You keep up that energy and you keep trying. I think as long as you're trying to be a better person, and I think the goal of everything is that if you're trying to put your best foot forward, that is good. But, you know, with trying also comes the responsibility, I think, of actually attempting to make the change too. like not just like even if you do fail, you know, going to buy the membership, going and getting a good pair of shoes, getting a nice fancy water bottle. I love new gym clothes because new gym clothes makes me want to actually go to the gym. It's literally the probably the best motivation to go to the gym for me personally. Maybe it's like new shaker bottles for you, new protein, new whatever, like whatever it is. Go figure that out. Go do that and actually try to actively contribute to those goals and actively try to do it because, you know, just saying it is not going to be enough this year, guys. You know, this is a new year. Pandemic's still chilling. It's still chilling with us. But you know what? We're figuring it out. We're learning. I feel like everyone has been sick for the past like six months. And like, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys can tell my voice is like not the best. I literally have been caring for people who have been getting this like cold flu-like symptoms for the past little bit and you know what people are coming in and they're coming in sick their kids are coming in sick everyone's around each other kids are snotty and gross and I like kids but they are snotty and gross I don't care what you say you know we're all sick and then people are having it for like six and eight weeks they're feeling fucking miserable so I wasn't really I never got it when do I get the flu-like symptoms um day two of going on my trip I don't know if anyone else is like this with traveling but I think I've learned that whenever I go on vacation, 
my body like shuts down. I don't know why. I don't understand uh, why me. There's no point to ask myself that anymore. But it just literally I was like day two in Mexico. I had a sore throat. I was like, it felt like strep. Y'all know, like if you had strep, you know what it feels like. A strep feels like a fucking battery acid you're swallowing. That sucks. Uh, so that was happening. That was really fun. Um, I ended up getting gastritis. That was super fun. Like nothing better than getting gastritis and being in Mexico on a beach. Like, thank you so much. Cheers. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag whatever else. Uh, yeah. So that was really fun. And then I left. I finally was starting to get over to gastritis. It gets to Florida because my sister got married. Oh, yeah. The reason I went to Mexico is because my sister Janet got married. That was fucking awesome. We had a great time besides the gastritis and the strep. Um, that couldn't bring me down for the amount of love that I seen them celebrate and to be around that. And the party was awesome. You know, sometimes just being around love and support and just like meeting new people and stuff like that, that kind of counteracts feeling so goddamn shitty. So that was awesome. Went to Mexico, left Mexico, went to Florida. Wanted to go to Florida because I've never been to Florida, randomly enough, too poor to go to Disney World growing up. Cheers if you if you guys also experienced that as well. And yeah, so I wanted to go to Orlando. I wanted to go to Disney World. I wanted to do the damn thing. And so I went. The first night we get in Orlando, Nathan's tooth is hurting. He's like, I'm gonna buy some Orgel and that should fix everything. So we go to the Walmart. We're looking around, get a few things, gets the Orgel, gets out in the car. <laughs> And the Orgel done the complete opposite of what it usually does. So obviously everyone's used Orgel. You put it on your tooth, tooth paint, bye, see you never. No, that didn't happen for Nathan. Nathan's tooth got severely worse. Like I honestly, I was like, I can't deal with this. I'll trip. This ha something has to give. Like, I don't care if we, they take the tooth out. I said, I didn't care if they took his head off from like the shoulders up, but no one can live with someone in dental pain. Dental pain is probably like, the top five worst pain I think you can be in. Definitely top five. Anyone who's had dental pain knows that that shit hurts. And there's nothing you do. It's your fucking face. It's not like a stomach ache. It's not like anything else. It's fucking dental pain. So slaps the Orgel on. Orgel don't help. So we have to go to bed that night. And we have to, of course, <laughs> go to the emergency dentist while in Florida, while in Orlando. 24-hour dental care. Shout out to you guys. We made an appointment that morning. We went, of course, we have to pay out of pocket. That was fine. Love spending $500 on dental care. That was really good. Then they tell us we're there in the chair. They're, you know, they gave him the shot in the ass. I was laughing. That actually made me feel better. Nathan could tell I really enjoyed that, um, as you would when you listen to a man complain about his tooth. And I do understand, but like at the same time, like I'm miserable. His, he's miserable. We're both miserable. Misery loves company, so we were just chilling like little villains. And they tell us that the fucking tooth, they can't take the tooth out because the tooth is too messed up. The tooth's going to crumble. So what do they do? Of course, not only do we have to go see the dentist, we have to leave and go see an oral surgeon. Cheers. So we get ready and we head down and we go see the oral surgeon. And they're like, it's going to be another like $700 Canadian to take out the tooth. They were like maybe sedating him. I was like, I wish someone would just sedate me and just take me out of my misery. And so, yeah, so then they gave him a shot in the ass. We were supposed to go back the next day to get the surgery. So that's a write-off day for Orlando right there. The IM injection that they gave him of antibiotics actually worked. We gave him uh, naproxen, which also helped. So the pain was under control. The pain was the biggest issue. We're like, if we can get the pain under control, then that'll be best con. So that's all fun dandy. I'm so sorry that I'm even talking about this right now, but it's 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 been haunting me. And we I've only found peace within the last little bit with regards to all of this. So welcome to my journey. 
so that's all fine and dandy. Everything's fine. Get home. We're going to Orlando. I, you know what sucks? What sucks is I'm not afraid of heights and I'm not afraid of, you know, going on rides. It sucks because I get motion sick as hell. Does anyone else? I used to get sick going on fucking car rides. Like, no, thank you. Like going from Spaniards Bay down to Carabineer Mile, like a throw up everywhere. Like, that's not fun. No one wants to deal with that. Goes to Orlando. I literally go on the Hogwarts ride, like the Harry Potter ride and through the castle. And something about that virtual reality and shifting back to normal reality, I just simply can't do it. I'd rather just like lay there and give up. And so I realized I can't go on roller coasters. So that fucking sucked. But I could do all the water rides. So that was pretty awesome. I love water rides, you know, but then it sucks because you're wet and you're going to dry off and you're just walking around. But like went on all the water rides. Disney was cool. We went to Universal and we got to experience that for the first time. We went to Vivo, which was this like cool Italian restaurant that was there that I would recommend. They had like the best Capri salad. I don't know if any of you guys like it. It's like fresh mozzarella, fresh tomato, a little bit of balsamic glaze on that shit. That is divine. I had a good time doing that. We also went to a the Tetro Martini. They'd done this like really cool show while we were down there. It's kind of like a variety show. So they have these like burlesque dancers. They have people like spinning plates. They have uh, this awesome girl that was doing uh, pole dancing. And I was like, the, she's ripped as fuck. Like, wish I could do that. Like hanging sideways, holding onto a pole. Like, sounds like a good time. So there was all that that was kind of going on. And that was super cool. I'm glad we got to do all of that. Done some shopping, of course, in Orlando and then ended up coming home. Coming home was interesting. I like flying, but I hate and I like drinking at airports. Airport drinking, I think we can all agree, is like the best way you can drink. It's like something's different. You got the energy of going on a trip. You got the energy of going to a new place. You got the energy of like, you know, different, trying different foods in different places in the airport. But besides that, that's that's the highlight of airports for me. Like, I don't care about the wait times. I could care less about delays. I just feel like no one really gives a fuck about you when you're, if your trip's delayed. No one really cares if your luggage gets lost. No one really cares if you get stranded and all those things happen. We get to Chicago. Our flight from Orlando was delayed. We automatically miss our connecting flight. So then we have to try to get a new flight. United sent us to Air Canada for Air Canada to deal with. They didn't put us together. They ended up separating our seats. They didn't transfer over our luggage. We had to go deal with the luggage thing. And I was super excited because I was hoping that they honestly would be like, yo, here's some vouchers. Stay in Chicago for a night because I wanted to try the deep dish pizza. And I called somewhere and we were that long with luggage. It was going to take 45 minutes to cook this pizza. Now, you know, it was damn well that pizza was going to be uh, top notch because it was going to take 45 minutes to cook. And I was really looking forward to it. I wanted deep dish experience and clearly couldn't do that because the luggage thing took an hour and a half to figure out. So that's fine. No big deal. Guess that I'll figure it out. Hopefully luggage is a new flight. So we get to Toronto. They're like, yo, Flights delayed. It was perfect, perfect, perfect. It gets going. We're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then he says, we're going to try to fly in a new flight. Then they said, well, we're going to try to fly in a new flight. But if we can't land a new flight, we got to stay in. We got to fly back to Regina. Regina is obviously further away than Toronto. That wouldn't even make sense. I simply would have been okay with just being like, you know what? Shag this. Then next, you know, it, flight's canceled. They said, go down, talk to Canada service desk. Goes down to Air Canada, tries to talk to desk. No one's there. No one's in the airport. The only people that's there are the people that are checking people in for their flights and take their bags. We all know that those people can't do anything. I was appalled 
Air Canada, please don't sue me after this episode, but like I was appalled by your service. The emotional distress that I was under because of you guys, they didn't give us any vouchers and they didn't set us up with a hotel. And like I went and spent the money on the goddamn insurance. What is the point in having travel insurance if no one is going to help you? Question mark. I don't know. Anyways, clearly I'm not over it. <laughs> clearly I'm still uh, taken back by the appalling behavior that had occurred. Either way, life is good. Back in Newfoundland. Now, while I was on my trip, as many of you uh, probably know this already, my grandmother and my great-great-aunt Pearl got into a super bad accident. should probably put a little bit of a trigger, I guess, for this part of the episode. It was a lot, and I'm not going to go into details about what had happened, but they were struck down as pedestrians. And you can go on CBC, you can go on all the places, you can read all about it yourself. But that happened, I believe, the 15th or 16th of December, something like that. I was actually out for my friend Amber. We had planned this like bar hopping thing for them that evening, and we had planned... You know, just we had clues, a scavenger hunt, the whole thing set up. Like, I can't even put into words how going through something like that was so fucking hard. Um, and, you know, my nan's doing pretty good right now. We're, we're helping take care of her. We finally have some things and stuff set up. But having to go through that just really put into perspective for me how precious life is, how precious our loved ones are. And people that mean the most to you. Ugh. I'm not going to get emotional. I'm going to keep in the tears. But talking about it, it just, it, it, I'm, I've never had someone almost taken from me in such a traumatic way before. And to deal with that was just next level. And I send all my love and all my empathy, sympathy, all of my heart and soul out to those who have had to go through such traumatic, shitty things during the holidays. And I wish I could hug each and every one of you. I'm just sending out all the love for all of us that have to put our best foot forward and we have to be strong for those around us and to keep looking for answers and solutions and to invest our energy into those who have invested in us over the years growing up. And I want to thank all the nurses and doctors, anyone who's ever, who cares for anyone, whether it's big or small. I think we all need to be acknowledged and, and to see how crazy that is. And, you know, you don't know truly how it feels until you're put in that position. And I work in Emerge. It really has taught me a, a different experience of dealing with that. And, you know, to add another layer onto it, I'm a nurse. I could help. I know I can help, but I can't help. I had, you know, and it's it's a weird feeling to be put in knowing that I have to just, I just have to hold her hand and I just have to, you know, be positive and be there for her. And that was super hard and it was super scary. And, you know, I'm not one to post on social media about um, different you know, personal issues like that. And I guess whoever is listening to this episode, you kind of, this is the first time I've kind of really talked about it or, and anyways, I, I just want to, you know, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for just listening to that. But the thanks is really about, like I said, it's about you guys and losing someone during the holidays, going through something traumatic during the holidays. It's fucking sucks. And there's no amount of words that will ever sum up all the emotions and feelings that you're feeling. My great, great aunt, uh, passed away from that accident and my nan still gets to be here with us but for those who do you know where you have to deal with that loss now of someone and I think I'm only just starting the process the fact that you know she's gone and stuff like that but 
every year you have to deal with that. And every year you have to deal with them not being there. And every year is a new challenge. And every, But, you know, I believe in the celebration of life. I believe in the celebration of who that person is and that they're always going to be here with us and they're always going to be around us. And as long as we speak about them and keep their soul and their spirit alive through us. And I just think it's, I think it's awesome and a privilege to be able to speak about them and to tell future generations about them and show them pictures of them. It's important to take care of ourselves as well during those times and to not pour from an empty cup. And I say that all the time, but it's healing. It's the beginning of healing and coping. And however you want to do that with those situations, like you do as you see fit and healing yourself, healing from others, speaking to those who you need to speak to and working through all of the feelings that you have on the inside. And, you know, whether it's talking to someone, journaling about them, just take care of yourself because the holidays is a really shitty time for people. And they're also a really great time too. like, you know, it's not all about it's not all shit. Like (laughs) it is happy and there are good moments in it. I just think that we need to celebrate those good moments and be okay with the fact that all of our families are different and all of our family dynamics are crazy and wonderful and happy and sad. And even if someone does have all these holiday events or maybe you know, the, it's not all sunshines and rainbows. We all know that. We all know that we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, like we said before. Yeah, we just need to be real with ourselves and honest with ourselves. And if you feel that you need to do whatever it is that you need to do for yourself during these crazy times or those crazy times, do that. And I wish I kind of want to record this episode you know, talk about going into Christmas. I kind of want to talk about going into New Year's and kind of being like, you got this, guys. Like, you know, don't give up. Stay strong. Fuck those hoes. Like, you know what I mean? I am also super grateful for the fact that I'm sitting down. I'm recording this episode now. And hopefully you guys feel the love and you feel the support and you feel that you're not alone and that there's people out there who there's all walks of life, right? And it takes all people to make the world go around. And I'm just I'm grateful that we're here. We got this episode. We're doing it together. And I'm super excited that I got to record this like one-on-one episode with you guys and I I didn't even know what I was going to talk about and I didn't know I kind of just wanted to sit down and kind of just hash it out with you guys and just you know just chill out and just act like we're sat around the table you know passing a draw and just shooting that shit and that's kind of what I wanted this episode to be about a little bit of happy a little bit of sad a little bit of everything and uh, I want to let you guys know that this is a new year and we have so many opportunities that we can have for ourselves that we can make for ourselves and they can be big and small and you know set your goals and figure out what we or what you want to do for this year what mark do you want to leave on the world what mark do you want to leave on those around you and I think we owe it to ourselves like I said, to put our best foot forward, to really try to be the person that we say we want to be and to grow and to learn, whether that's formally or informally or whatever the case may be. I want us to hug ourselves and love ourselves this year. And no one is going to have you like you have you. And I just want to really preach that this year to you guys and to show that you can fucking do it. You are strong. You're beautiful. You're handsome. You're everything that you want to be and everything that you want. No one can take that from you. Whatever it is, like I said, that you need to do, you go fucking do it this year. I want to thank you guys for logging on to this episode. 
I don't even know how long it is, but I want to thank, if you noticed at the beginning of this episode, my boy, Matthew Mercer came up with a new little jingle for us. So shout out to Matthew Mercer. Of course, he's one of my longtime friends. If you guys haven't uh, listened to the other episodes before, he's awesome. He's super talented. Again, Karen McFaggin, they made the cover art for the episode for the Sunday sessions. I'm really kind of interested in making some merch with, we're kind of collaborating on like maybe making sweaters with the, with the logo and stuff on it. Let me know if you guys think that'd be sick. I think it'd be sick. I think they're awesome. And, you know, maybe some cool little different designs and stuff that we could get on the go. Um, And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you guys for listening. I'm sorry that I was gone, but I swear I'm back in action and I'm going to try to do my best to get some episodes out to you guys. And like I said, even though I said it wasn't going to be sad, (laughs) this one came a little sad, but it's about talking it out and hashing it out and just putting it all out there for you guys and feeling like we're all a little connected and that someone cares and because I do care and I do care about you guys and I appreciate every single one of you that come in and tune in and listen to this and uh, yeah so I'm trying to get a little special guest on for the next episode I don't want to tell you guys who it is yet it will be announced on my Instagram page April Double L Squires. Maybe even we'll make a Sunday Sessions page separately so you guys don't have to just see me post all the time about this on that. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you sooner rather than later. Peace and blessings, boys.